Welcome back to the Other Side of 45 podcast. I'm your host, Randy Black. This is season one, episode two. My podcast is about taking chances, owning my mistakes, recreating my life, completing my 50, 50s by 50 list, and my life as a single empty nester. In this episode, I will share with you two other things from that 50, 50s by 50 list. I'm using this to help keep me on track on accomplishing the things on this list. Sometimes I forget about the list or allow life to get in the way. So having to revisit this list every week keeps me focused. The complete list is on my blog. In this episode, I'm going to talk about two things on that list. Number nine, which is attend 50 performance art events such as plays, ballet, spoken word, opera, etc. And number 43, do something fun with my daughters like going to the movies or mini golf. Now, I'm only going to talk about two activities, but one of those activities actually falls into two of those line items. So, that gives me two checks <laughs> for one event. But the thing is, when I created these two particular line items, my mind couldn't fathom the options and opportunities, despite having lived in Atlanta, in the suburbs of Atlanta, for almost 20 years. Atlanta has so many things to offer that I just really didn't take advantage of it. I limited a lot of my recreational activities to the suburbs because I don't actually like driving downtown. You know, I didn't like the inconvenience of it. It's not that I never went downtown. It's just most of the things I did were in the suburbs. We had fun at the local fairs, festivals, and community events. Now, I'm not an idiot. I, I knew that Atlanta hosted plays, ballets, opera, and spoken word. But never did my mind reach the level of things that I've experienced recently. In my opinion, this list is opening a world that I actually didn't imagine when I created this list just over a year ago. I didn't Google fun things to do in Atlanta when I added number nine and number 43. I list examples because sometimes I forget the things that I come up with when I'm brainstorming. And so those examples that are listed in line I am for number 9 and 43, those examples were basically loose on things that I've already done and things that I wanted to do before one reason or another, never did or did them infrequently. I've seen other people post pictures and videos of attending such things with family and friends in Atlanta. I just wasn't one of them. Not often. But with my new status of being an empty nester and being all in this year, I am 
going to live my life to the fullest. And both of the experiences for number four to three, do something fun with my daughters, are things I've never done before. So, here goes the first one. So, shortly after my youngest went to college, which she goes to college here in Georgia, she goes, um, she's downtown Atlanta. We needed, I needed to see her that weekend. She had a book delivered at home instead of school and I was taking it to her. So we agreed to meet downtown and I let her know, hey, while we're downtown, let's have, it was supposed to be lunch at a cool restaurant downtown Atlanta. So in our attempt to find this cool restaurant to eat at, we stumbled upon a hookah bar. Yes, a hookah bar. See, I don't smoke, so this would have never been on my list. But here we were, after walking for hours downtown Atlanta, in the heat. We were hungry, we were thirsty, and I was tired. See, I saw the bar, and at first we walked past it, but I really didn't want to walk another step. So I suggested we go inside to read the menu. But I sent I sent my daughter to scout out the place because I, I didn't want to go anywhere with a smoky atmosphere. I just I, I just that's just not my thing. I don't like a lot of smoke. Um, and believe it or not, at the time I couldn't remember what hookah was, but I knew it had something to do with smoking. I also knew that it was unhealthy, but because I was tired and it was hot, I rationalized that the vapors from the hookah wouldn't be nearly as harmful as smoke from a cigarette, and it would only be this once. Uh, I've never liked smoke, nor do I endorse smoking or vaping, but I, like I said, we were only going to go in to eat and have a drink. And once we were inside, we laughed, talked, asked God. I was more than a little curious about trying it. So for $20, we could share this experience. So we did, and we settled on peach flavor. Guess what? I smoked it, and it wasn't bad at all. I did it, and I know that I don't need to do it again. It's just not my thing. But I am glad I tried it. And more importantly, I'm glad I had this experience with my daughter. I mean, she took a picture and video of me smoking and sent it to her sister who immediately replied, Mommy, what? Is that hookah? And after I confirmed her inquiry, she replied, That looks fun. It was fun. It was fun sharing this with my daughter learning about her first week on the co- on the college campus see the excitement in her eyes and all that she wanted for her college life on the dorm this time see because she missed so much her senior year in high school because she's a covid senior and her first official year of high school she spent upstairs at home but being a COVID senior, she missed the prom and her graduation. 
And a principal did come to our house to take a picture with her in her cap and gown. But she still feels slighted. And we tried everything to make her senior year special. But nothing can replace walking across that stage and receiving your diploma. And she waited years for that. And she got nothing. She's not alone. There are thousands of students who were robbed of their senior year. They were robbed of their graduation ceremony. I can only hope as her mother that she has a graduation in 2024 when she finishes college. Anyway, being a single mom, balancing alone time with both girls has always been a challenge. And I knew that I wanted to share a day like that with my oldest daughter. And since she was going to be 21 in September, this would be a great opportunity to do something with her. She doesn't attend college locally, so she celebrated at school with her friends. And from what I can glean, she had a great time. She was set to return home the weekend after she turned 21 because her car needed to go to the repair shop. So I decided to take her to the Heifer Review Drag Brunch at Midtown Moon in Atlanta. And my coworker performs there and had invited me to watch the performance. Not knowing any drag queens personally, I was so excited to know that he performed in drag. And he shared his Instagram with me, which I shared with my daughters weeks ago. The week before she was to return, I DM'd him on Instagram to let him know that we were attending the brunch and it was going to be one week after her 21st birthday to let him know that we're still celebrating. So, not only was I attending my first drag queen show, I was doing so with my 21-year-old daughter. I am still getting used to her being 21. It's kind of hard. So... We were drag queen show virgins. Now, this term was used by the MC Ruby Red. We were given complimentary shots for removing that status. This bar, man, it was cozy and welcoming. My daughter walked in looking fabulous with a sash that said, Finally, 21. That was my idea. I had hoped that if the ladies knew that she was celebrating her 21st birthday, they would give her a little some a little extra attention. And honey, they did not disappoint. Ruby Red, the MC, focused some of the attention on her, and everyone clapped and wished her happy birthday. You know, she asked a lot of questions to both of us, and they were surprised to learn that her mother was treating her to a drag brunch. I get that, and um, maybe not a lot of parents would or could do that, but it was so much fun. I watched these beautiful women perform right before my eyes, but we only bought $40 in cash for tipping, which the bartender was gracious enough to exchange our $20 bills into singles. Side note, bring more than $40, okay? 
Goofy Red also tried to find me a date. Um, but it's virtually impossible to find a date in a gay bar if you are a heterosexual woman. But I do appreciate the temp. The women entertained and gave my daughter the best 21st birthday celebration. Ruby Red and the other ladies stopped by our table periodically, you know, to make sure that she was having a good time. Actually, if we were having a good time. Oh my gosh, but sitting across the table from her, the smile didn't leave her face the entire brunch. I, I don't think I stopped smiling either. It was by far one of the best times I've ever had. We ended the brunch with my daughter taking a group photo with all of the ladies and staff in front of the bar. Some of the ladies even took her aside and took pictures with her, well, with us. (laughs) We had the best time. And I enjoyed watching my 21-year-old daughter celebrate her birthday and going to that hookah bar with my youngest and attending the drag queen brunch falls under two other things on my 50 50s by 50 list but it has done so much more for me those were such a great days you you can see the pictures and videos from the brunch on the other side of 45's Instagram. I didn't post the video and the pictures of me actually smoking a hookah because it was kind of dark in the bar and the pictures in the video didn't come out great. And I looked horrible because like I said, I was hot and tired and sweaty. So I looked awful in those videos, but I do have them. There's proof that I actually did this. every day of my life I want to embody what that the great Mary J. Blythe says in her song just fine I like what I see when I'm looking at me when I'm walking past the mirror don't stress through the night at a time in my life ain't worried about if you feel it got my head on straight I got my vibe right I ain't gonna let you kill it you see I went and changed my life My life's just fine. Before in this week's podcast, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I Will Survive, Inc. is a nonprofit providing support, prevention, education, health, and wellness services for breast cancer survivors in Metro Atlanta. I am the board secretary for I Will Survive, Inc. I encourage you to participate in some of the activities in October to support I Will Survive and consider participating in their $10 for 10 months campaign. I am also working on number 16 of my 50-50s by 50 list, which is read 50 books. So the other day I picked up Tabitha Brown's Feeding the Soul book. Now, I don't usually read nonfiction, much less anything spiritual. And I know Tabitha does talk about God. It doesn't I'm not offended by that. I just don't particularly care to read spiritual books nor nonfiction. So before I bought the book, I did scan through it and it didn't seem overtly religious, 
So I am hoping it won't disappoint. There are also other books that I want to read. I do want to read both of the Obama's books, which I should have read years ago. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg book. Those three books are also on my list of books to read. So if you're interested in joining me reading one or some or all four of those books and discussing it, please DM me on the other side of 45's Instagram. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I appreciate your reviews and your feedback is encouraged. Meet me on the other side of 45's podcast, blog, and Instagram. New episodes will be released, will be released every Monday. Have a great week.